0: Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been airing a message entitled, Pillars in the Church. With many years in the pastorate, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, knows the value of those choice individuals in the church who serve as pillars. These are the special individuals who are willing to sacrifice and bear the burdens of the ministry. The message today is meant to encourage every christian to be a strong and useful pillar for christ and now your host pastor rick DeMichael. pillars
1: are often covered up now i'm going to tell you something right now at the judgment seat of christ the lord knows who's been a pillar here the lord knows those who have been the first up the lord knows those who have stood alone the lord knows those who have borne the weight And the Lord knows those who have been covered up. Covered up. The ornamental things come later. The things that people tend to recognize come later. The painting, the glass, the lights, the color, the appointments, the trim, the style. But these get covered up. These have no agenda. These have no personal ambition. These have humility it's okay by them. It's okay by them if they're not noticed. You know, it reminds me of the role of the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit of God is as much a member of the Godhead as the Father and the Son, and yet he takes a a subservient position. He puts forward the Lord Jesus Christ, and as Christ is glorified, he glorifies the Father. But he often works anonymously, He often works covered up. Decades come and go. New people come on the scene. Oftentimes, people forget about the pillars. But you know something? God doesn't forget them. God doesn't forget them. The pillars are absolutely essential every great church every great ministry in america has had pillars and you know what sometimes happens with those pillars as god begins to expand the vision of a ministry sometimes that ministry has to give up those pillars to other ministries this church has sent some pillars to the foreign field uh, God has allowed this church to send some pillars to other places in the United States to help get churches going. We'll say, oh, I, I don't, I don't want them to leave. Well, neither do I. Uh, Brother Dennis Wells is here today, and I, I remember when God called him to go to Papua New Guinea. He was my head deacon. And I could see the Lord just stirring in his and D's heart during that whole missions conference, his brother Ted Mullins. And again, it was back in the old auditorium. In fact, I think it was back in the old, old auditorium, what is now that small fellowship hall. And he came into my office about two-thirds of the way through that missions conference, knocked on my door, said, Pastor, and he had this big smile on his face, and he said, I believe I know what God wants me to do. And him and I had been talking and praying for several years. We knew God wanted him to do something, and it... At one point, I thought he might just stay here and minister, put him on staff, that type of thing. And he said, God wants me to go to Papua New Guinea. And I worked up a smile, and I said, praise the Lord. And then I was thinking, now get out of my office (laughs) so I can wipe the smile off my face. (laughs) And then he left, and I went, thanks, Lord. (laughs) Well, that's how we feel, isn't it? Let's just be honest. huh? I mean, what pastor wants to see God take one of his pillars out of his church? But you know something? God wanted to build something in Papua New Guinea. And that's God's business, amen? And then, and then something I found out. Give and it shall be given unto you, good measure pressed down and shaken together. And God brought some other pillars in. And so sometimes God will take some of those pillars And put them elsewhere to build other works in other parts of the world, other parts of the country. Because he's the one that fitly frames together the building called the body of Christ. And that's part of that vision. That's part of not just turning inward, but looking outward at what God might do elsewhere, as well as in our neighborhood. They are absolutely essential. I think of some of the pillars that this pastor had in his first pastorate from 80 to 84. I think a Roy and Goldie Toms who provided a place for us to live for those four years. So the church didn't have a parsonage, and so we were able to live in the place that was right on their property adjacent to where they lived. I remember her volunteer spirit, and she acted as a secretary for me, and I remember many times Roy going door to door with me, and he was the only one that could or would go. I think of Dave and Judy Boyer, who had a burden for the young people, and they were the couple I referenced, helped us start that little group called the Bible Beavers. I remember Max and Marina, uh, Karina McCall. Karina McCall was one of the best Sunday school teachers I've ever seen. She was so enthusiastic. And she had the first and second graders, and those kids, the hardest thing with those kids was to go up into the next class. They didn't want to leave her class. And Max McCall, who had a vision to see a church started in that area, and Bud and Carrie Orr, who were there faithfully, and Pap and Graham Stifler. Old couple, both home with the Lord now. Old Pap had black lung, but he was an enthusiastic amener, and Graham was an enthusiastic amener with a sharp elbow and a handkerchief. She'd wave the handkerchief. That's it, preacher. Praise the Lord. Preach it, preacher. We got about 40 people in the church, and she's back there wa- waving that handkerchief with one hand and encouraging me and running that sharp elbow into Pap's ribs. Pap, did you hear that, Pap? He sure got you on that one. <laughs> She'd say, Let him have it, preacher. Let him have it. You hear that, Pap? You know, both of them were real loud because they couldn't hear well. <laughs> They provide a lot of entertainment during the services. Absolutely essential. I' tell you something, people might forget those people, but I know no pastor ever forgets those people. And more important than that, I know God never forgets those people. I wonder this morning if you're a pillar. I wonder if you're a pillar this morning. Treasure Valley Baptist Church is going to go forward. The pillars are going to have to continue to stand strong. Pillars, it's not time to say, well, we did it. My job is done. No. We just need more of them now. Are you willing to be first up? Are you willing to stand alone? Are you willing to be strong and bear the burdens of others? Are you willing to get covered up? Are you willing to be absolutely essential? Let's take our Bibles and turn to Hebrews chapter 12. i want to close with this thought. As I said, said to you before, pillars get covered up, and, and there's a generation comes up that knew not Joseph, that may not know anything about those that laid the foundation, but God knows. And I always think what Adoniram Judson said, the great missionary to Burma, He said, if you are suffering without succeeding, if you're bearing burdens without succeeding, it is so that someone after you may succeed without suffering. You're bearing their burden. And he said, and if you're succeeding without suffering, it is certain that someone before you suffered without succeeding. See how that thing works? Some application to parenting there, isn't there? Some application of parenting. But we'll move on. Look at Hebrews chapter 12. I want to talk about the greatest pillar of all, Hebrews chapter 12. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Paul references that great cloud of witness, all of those that ran the race in Hebrews chapter 12, that great hall of faith. And he talks about them, and he says, we're compassed about, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. There's many witnesses that we can point to that show that the race can be run and won. But then notice what he says. Looking unto who? Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Christ was first up. He stood alone, strong in our behalf, covered up in the minds of many, absolutely essential, but never, ever forgotten by the Father.
0: We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to the conclusion of a message entitled, pillars in the church. One thing is for certain, any church that is doing anything for Jesus Christ has pillars in it. It has mature believers that are strong in the Lord. These are Christians that walk by faith and not by sight. They serve the Lord not to get man's applause, but instead they do it so that Christ may be glorified. Throughout the week, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has brought out some keen observations about what it takes to be a pillar in the church. This is without doubt one of the greatest needs for the church today that born-again Christians surrender their lives to the service of Christ. We hope that as a child of God you're in a church that honors Him, that you're faithful in it, and a blessing to others. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642, and our phone number is area code 208 888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tbbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We hope you'll join us again on Monday as Pastor Rick DeMichael will once again take us through a study of God's Word. We also want to welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, And also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.